0: You're listening to the Renew Life Church podcast. We hope this message inspires you and challenges you to become a true disciple of Jesus. To find out more about us, go to RenewLifeChurch.com. Are you glad you came to church this morning? Come on, are you glad you came to church this morning? Do I have anybody ready for Christmas? I knew the kids in the room would be like raising their hands. Moms and dads like, like, I'm not sure. I don't have very much time because I I stole all of my time. But I wanted to share something. I'm gonna gonna condense what I wanted to talk about. And um, I just wanna share a few things with you. We're fixing to go into a new year, obviously. Fixing to walk into 2022. And I'm a believer of this, that the way that you exit a season is the way that you'll enter a new season. In other words, Don't start cutting corners because you can see the finish line of 2021 and the starting line of 2022. I don't know what your 21's been like. I don't know if you've come out of it unscathed or if you've come out of it beaten and tattered and your sails are ripped and you got holes in the bottom of your boat. I don't know what your life has been like in this year, but I'm just just telling you and I'm encouraging you in this place of don't, don't don't pull the plug just yet on 2021. And I believe that one of the ways that we can make sure that we don't do that is if we choose to take up the attitude of thankful. I am thankful, Lord. Scripture tells us in 1 Thessalonians, and you don't have to put any of these things up on the screen, 1 Thessalonians chapter five, it talks about how we're to be thankful in everything. And I'm telling you that one of the ways that you stay connected and you stay engaged and you finish this season the right way, as you stay in this place of looking at God and saying, thank you, that in the middle of everything that I've been through, you were never late, You were always on time, you never left me, you never forsook me, you didn't leave me high and dry, you've always replenished me, you've always come alongside me, even when I didn't see it, you were still there because you're a God that never leaves, you're a relational God, you're a father. This is one of the ways in which we don't disengage from the season before we get to walk in the new one. We choose to honor in moments when we're filled with anticipation for something new. We can see a new year coming. It's like you, when you have a job and you gotta go work tomorrow, but you know that Christmas is on Friday, and you just get a little bit lazy at work. Anybody been there? Like, no, one raised raise my hand. <laughs> Can't wait for that five o'clock to come around on Thursday so that I get to leave, or Wednesday, or whenever that is, but when we choose to honor and we choose to remain faithful, and we have integrity, that is what puts us in a place of finishing a season with such strength that we walk into a new year more equipped for what God has for us than we were when we left 2021. If I choose to act in honor and I choose to act in integrity, I won't carry with me into 22 dishonor and unfaithfulness. Some of us are experiencing right now what we carried into this season from 2020. I would encourage you, leave it with the Lord and walk into 22 in a new way. One of the things that I, I felt strongly that I wanted to share, God has been speaking and he has been doing this for a while, but he's been, he's been revealing to me numbers. God speaks in a lot of different ways. He doesn't just speak in one particular black and white, this is the only way I'm gonna speak, but sometimes it's pictures, sometimes it's colors, sometimes it's numbers, sometimes it's a person, sometimes it's a song. God is always speaking. I don't know if you know that or not, but God wants to talk to you. <laughs> and one of the ways that he's been talking is through numbers. I've been seeing duplicate numbers for, for it seems like a couple of years. It's like I'll, I'll randomly glance at the, at the clock and it'll be uh, 2.22, or it'll be 10.10, or it'll be 3.33, or it'll be, the list goes on and on and on. But one of the numbers that has been so consistent in 2021 specifically is the numbers 1111. And so yesterday I was getting ready for, for today and, and I just happened to glance at my phone and it was 1111 AM. And instantly I felt the Holy Spirit start speaking to me. And what he started speaking to me about, this, this came up in me. He started speaking to me about the 12th hour. See, 11 is this transitional number. 11 is this this number that's almost representative of waiting right before 12 comes along because 12 represents completeness. 12 is symbolic to the power and the authority of God. But right before right before the, the midnight hour, right before that 12th hour, there's this 11th hour. And I believe that some of us are just, that we're in this 11th hour getting ready to walk into the birthing of this 12th hour, this new day, this new season, this new year that's coming. And instantly this phrase came to my mind and, and this phrase is, but at midnight. But at midnight and so I was like, I know, I know that I've heard this phrase. I found myself in Acts chapter 16. And this is what I wanna share with you this morning as you get ready to walk into this new season. You could throw Acts 16 up there. We're gonna start in verse 16, it says this. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her master's much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. She did this for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, these men being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up against them, rose up against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet with stocks or in stocks. But at midnight, Everybody say that with me, but at midnight. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakening from his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, supposing that the prisoners had fled, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice saying, do do yourself no harm for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then he spoke the word of the Lord to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of night and washed their stripes and immediately he and his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into into his house, he set food before them and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all of his house. I would propose to you that Paul and Silas were experiencing an 11th hour moment. They were in this place of, of transition right before midnight. I don't know what your season or your year has looked like. I don't know what your 11th hour is like, but theirs looked like they were naked and beaten. I don't know if you feel naked. I don't know if you feel ashamed. I don't know if you feel exposed. I don't know if something's been stolen from you. I don't know if you're wounded. I don't know if you've taken some hits in relationships. I don't know if your business has taken some wounds. I don't know if your relationships haven't gone as well as they've, you've wanted them to. I don't know if you've been wounded in your marriage. I don't know what your season looks like, but midnight is coming. I believe that your 12th hour is on its way. I believe that there is a new day dawning. There is a new year starting. There is a new season for you to step into. So don't despise the 11th hour. See, Paul and Silas had this thing where even in the midst of the worst of the worst and even when they're fastened and they're literally put in the inner parts of the prison, it looks like there is no way out. This prison being a place of bondage, This prison being a place where they're bound and they're tied and, and they're, they're, they're not free to move about as if they were free. We've all been in these places where we feel constricted and we feel restrained and we feel bound by something. Yet in this moment, they're praying and they're worshiping. They're offering their thanks to God that even though It may look very, very bad in my situation, and even though I might be bleeding, and even though I might be exposed, and I'm naked, and even though I'm wounded, I'm gonna choose to look right at you because you're the only one that can make a difference in my situation. A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes do I get to see the reward of the wicked is what Psalm 91 states. Like, this is what it's like to live in this 11th hour right before midnight comes. And when midnight came, they found themselves offering something to God that ushered in an incredible moment where an earthquake literally shakes the prison, and it frees them. And not only does it free them, it frees the prison guard who bound them. And not only did it free the prison guard that was, that was responsible for binding them, it freed his entire family. I wonder what is connected to your 12th hour. I wonder who is connected to you getting free. I wonder who is connected and what is connected to you saying, it may look like this out here, but I'm gonna choose to look right at you because you are the author and you are the finisher of my faith and you're the only one that's deserving of worship and you're the only one that can make a difference. There is none like you, never will there be another like you. And if you chose that that perspective, what is connected to you in 2022 and who is connected to you in 2022? I believe that every single one of you in this room are designed for ministry. Every one of us have been given the ministry of reconcile, reconciliation, that is, reconciling people back to the Father. Your 12th hour is coming. But at midnight, what will you be doing? I want so badly as a pastor, more than anything else, I want you to get all that Jesus died for you to have. That is my heart's cry as a pastor. I want you to get it all. I want you to experience every single thing that he bled and died for you to have. I want every bit of your life and every bit of your relationships to look like Jesus died for them and you believe it. 12th hour is coming. What's your response gonna be? What are you gonna take into 2022? What are you gonna leave in 2021? Who are you gonna be and what are you gonna believe and where's your attention and where's your focus gonna be? Because there is a 12th hour coming. I just wonder what our response will be when it gets here. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, think, hope, or even imagine. Father, I think that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear you. Yeah, I just pray even right now, Father, that there there would just be an overall sense in this room of you. I pray that you would fill these aisles and these rows with your presence, God. I pray that if someone's watching online, that you would fill their living room right where they're at with your presence, God. just blind us with your goodness, blind us with your love. Yeah, we just choose, God. We choose just to to rest on you and to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that even though I may not see what I hoped I would see, you're still better. That even though you've done incredible things for me or even though things didn't work out the way that I hoped that they were gonna work out in this one particular situation, your name is still worthy of being praised and you're still greater. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks, Jesus. For, bring, for being the Prince of Peace. Thanks, Jesus, for coming like you always do. Thank you for helping us walk in power in the new year. Yeah, I just release power. I release strength for our days in the new year. I bless them, Father, with goodness and mercy and kindness. I bless them with courage. In Jesus' name, if you need to receive this and you're receiving this, I would just encourage you to put your hands out as if you're receiving a gift. God, I thank you, Father, that you're filling them, Lord. You're filling them. You're filling them with more of who you are. I thank you for great encounters with you in the Christmas holiday that we would see you, that we would have eyes for you, that we would have ears for you. I thank you, Father, that sickness and disease, as we have prayed, it has no place. I thank you that we walk in a greater awareness that you're around us everywhere that we go. Thank you, Father, for strengthening our marriages in 2022. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that we are a people that don't carry the offenses of 2021 into the new year. I choose to not carry offense into the new year. I choose to not be drugged down by something of old in the new year. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, God, we just, we wanna celebrate you. I wanna say thank you. Thank you for the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the incredible things that you did in this room in 2021. Thank you for the bodies that were healed, the lives that were saved, the greatest miracle of all, of salvation. Thank you for the hundreds of people that came and gave their life to you in this house. Thank you, God, that you are for us, you're not against us. I thank you that you have plans, you have purposes that are far above what we've got our eyes to set on. And I just think that you're you're interested in every single person in this room. You're interested in every single detail of our our lives. Pray that you would reveal your lordship. Pray that you would reveal yourself as father. Pray that you would reveal yourself as healer. Is there anyone in the room that that just wants to give their life to Jesus for the first time? You just wanna say, I wanna make Jesus my Lord and Savior. Is anyone like that? Just raise your hand, is that you? That's awesome. I think I did it earlier, but I just wanna make sure I do it again. The greatest gift, the greatest miracle ever is receiving Jesus. So I just wanna ask one more time, Is anyone to receive Jesus? Just don't wanna skip that, super important. It's the beginning. I love it. Will y'all stand with me? I just want to get ready to release you. <laughs> I know this has been a little bit of a different service, and uh, I just, it happens. It happens. I want to pray for you before I turn it over to Emily and and then we'll uh, we'll see you next year. This is the first time I got to say that, so that's cool. Father, I thank you for everyone in this room, and I I thank you for their faith. I thank you for their gift, the gift of life that they carry, the smile that's on their face, their heart that is pounding in their chest, and the breath that they breathe right now. I thank you that every single person in this room is alive and is well, and I thank you that you are the giver of life. I thank you that there is a flow, there is a flow of living water that is coming to them and coming out of them. And I thank you, Father, that you're assuring some things up in hearts and in minds right now. You're tying some loose ends together. These loose ends are connected to what they believe about you, what they believe about themselves, and what they believe about people around them. I think that you would give us hope for the people that are around us. That you would give us a confident expectation that God, you will intervene on those that are around us and that you'll intervene for us. Yeah, I thank you, Father, for filling our hands with your power, power to heal. Power to set free, power to deliver, power to cleanse. I thank you that we are a people that do the work of the ministry. And we bless you and we thank you. We thank you for Jesus, God. And we pray these things in his name. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope you felt encouraged by today's message. If you need prayer or would like to connect with us, find us on social media or by going to RenewLifeChurch.com.